1: Come in, Anne. Just finishing my breakfast dishes. Come in. On my way to the store, I thought I'd stop by. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I hear your baby sent out a false alarm yesterday. Eleanor told me. (laughs) Oh, honestly, I felt rather foolish, too. Turned out to be just a shrimp salad that didn't agree with me. I can't eat shrimp, and I knew it, but I guess guess I just forgot, you know. When is it due? Well, about the 14th. Here, have a cup of coffee. Oh, no, really. I've got so much shopping to do. Oh, come on, come on, come on. well, (laughs) well, well, all right. You can see I have no willpower. (laughs) Cream and sugar's right there, dear. You know, actually, I stopped in to ask you if you had already hired a nurse. Oh, no, not until I'm in the hospital, Anne. Then it depends. No, 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 I... I mean a baby nurse for when you get home from the hospital. Oh, heavens no, we can't afford that. Mother's coming for a while to help out. Your mother? Yes, is that so unusual? No, not unusual. (laughs) But that's where the trouble starts. Oh, listen, I don't have the usual mother-in-law problems. She always wonders how I had the sense to marry such a wonderful man. Now, that's not not (laughs) what I'm talking about, dear. It's Betsy. Now, when I came home from the hospital with Barbara, Marjorie Uh was four. And she was so jealous of the new baby. Oh. And when my mother came to help me, Marjorie was so upset to see her grandma paying so much attention to this new baby. Oh, no, no. It's, it's far better to get a nurse. Oh, well, I don't think Betsy will be that jealous, Anne. It's true she's been a little concerned over it, but we've been very careful to make her feel it's it's going to be her baby, too, you know. Well, Margie is still jealous of Barbara, and I think it started then. Oh... Well, she was only four, and now Betsy is seven, and I think understands it all pretty well. She's older, you but, know. And but it... listen, she has been the baby, and now somebody else is taking her place. Well, yes, but and I, I feel. That look, it's my brother's pretty... a child psychologist. He teaches at Huntley. And he's always lecturing me on the mistake I made in not getting a nurse oh. and how important it is for an older child. Oh. Now I wish you'd talk to him, and you know, I know a perfect nurse for you. Oh, we can't afford a nurse.: My Ann. dear, you can't afford not to have a nurse. You've got to do all you can to keep this new baby from being a real psychological shock to Betsy.: Oh dear. Well, I'll, I'll talk it over with him tonight, Anne. <laughs>
0: Before the 1920s, big city comics could bring down the house with jokes about country bumpkins. In rural areas, the city slicker was the target of the joke. But that was all before the days of network radio. Since then, the gaps in understanding between city and country dweller have been filled in by networks like the CBS radio network. Now, when important news events take place as far away as Tokyo, farmers learn the facts as quickly as their cousins in the cities. The musical genius discovered in a European concert hall soon is heard in the smallest town in America. A busy housewife learns the latest fashion note from Paris. The man driving tomorrow's milk to market keeps up with the latest details on intercontinental ballistics. The square dance is popular in the most sophisticated city circles. The rancher knows what's happening on the New York Stock Exchange, while the grocer in town knows about problems on the farm. Thus, a radio network like our CBS radio network brings together those whom geography used to keep apart.
2: Okay, okay, come on, the charcoal's ready.
1: All right, dear.
2: Well, there, what are we having?
1: Lamb chops. I got tired of cooking hamburgers all the time out here. Thought we'd have lamb chops for a change. Can't we cook them on the grill, too?
2: Oh, certainly. They're wonderful. Here, give them here.
1: Oh, I love eating outdoors, except for the flies and the mosquitoes. Seems to me there's been more mosquitoes than we ever had this year. Yeah,
2: well, it was a wet spring.
1: Our new house will have a screened-in porch. Won't it be wonderful?
2: <laughs> hey, did you <laughs> drive out there today?
1: Yeah, they've got the foundation in. That's all done. The carpenters were starting to carry lumber all over. You got enough charcoal on there? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Honey, you always say that, and I always do. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Oh, the salt and pepper's right over there.
2: Now you sit down, honey. Sit down. You ought to rest more. No,
1: I'm all right, but I certainly am tired of maternity clothes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, one thing, you're right in style this year. (laughs) Yes.
1: Oh, oh. Anne Lundell stopped in this morning. She thinks we ought to hire a baby nurse when I get home from the hospital instead of having mother come.
2: Hire a nurse? Mm.
1: She had her mother when she came home from the hospital with Barbara, and she said Marjorie, who was four then, was so jealous, particularly when she saw her own grandmother doting so on the new baby, too. You know. And Anne said it was better to have a nurse so that Betsy wouldn't get so upset. Oh, fiddlesticks. Anne said her brother, who is a child psychologist and teaches over here at Huntley, said Anne made a mistake in not getting a nurse, that it was very important for an older child. And Anne said we had to do all we could to keep this new baby from being a real psychological shock to Betsy. And Anne said that no, she Anne felt... Oh, Anne said, I... Anne said,
2: honestly, your friend Anne is like a dog with a bone. She gets an idea and she worries it to pieces. Well,
1: Betsy has certainly shown some signs of jealousy. Now, you can't deny that, dear. No,
2: of course not. But an older child's always going to be a little jealous, anyhow, of a new baby. It's just normal.
1: Well, it may be normal. It isn't very pleasant. And it certainly can't be good for a child to be resentful and unhappy. Anne says she knows a nurse who would be perfect.
2: Look, that, that, that's nonsense, unless you're sick or the baby is or something. But, I mean, just to get a nurse, which we can't afford, anyhow, no, I might point out. I know, I know, I know, out, I know,
1: that's what I said.
2: Well, just to get a nurse because of some darn psychological reasons. Well,
1: dear, Look, I'm getting your... awful
2: tired of all this psychology stuff, anyhow. In the good old days, the grandmothers always arrived to help with the new baby. Doesn't seem to have done anybody any harm.
1: Well, maybe it did. Maybe that's why everybody's going to analysts now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I
1: agree we can't afford a nurse. But Anne seems to feel we can't afford not to have a nurse. And I would be miserable if Betsy got terribly jealous and unhappy and felt we didn't love her.
2: We have just got to go out of our way to show her that we do. That's all. We have to make special efforts. Yeah. Now, look, we can't make more fuss over the baby than we do over her. Yeah. Don't you see that, yeah, that, that sort know. of thing? Yeah, I know, I know. Look, I'm not worried about Betsy. A little jealousy is normal. She'll get over it. Don't worry.
1: Mm. Betsy is a rather sensitive child. Yeah? Oh,
2: honey, all parents think their children are unusually bright, unusually sensitive, exceptionally talented, and brilliantly imaginative. Yeah. Look, let's face it, we think so because they're ours. The truth is, all kids are just about the same.
1: Well, all children are not the same at all. Well,
2: if Betsy is overly sensitive, maybe this will be good for her. It's time she got over it, because it won't do her any good in later life to be too sensitive. You've you got to learn to take it, that's all. When you're grown up, people don't make excuses for you.
1: I know, but she is only seven, dear. Not even that. Oh, heavens, we mustn't forget her birthday. Oh, dear, and she wants a party, too. Oh,
2: honey, that's another month yet, for Uh, heaven's sake. You'll be home from the hospital.
1: I better get her home now. Betsy! Betsy! Where is she? Oh, Down there at the Kindles. Yell at her, will you? Betsy! Come on, dear!
2: Come on! Dinner! Didn't that kid ever stay home and play? For well, saying? they
1: were all up here all day. There she comes.
2: <laughs> she doesn't look to me like any miserable, unhappy child. <laughs> look at her, oh, would yes, you? Yes, <laughs> look at her. She'll certainly
1: need a bath tonight.
2: Yeah.
1: Come on, dear. You'll have to do some washing up. Dinner's almost ready. Hi.
2: Well, how's my girl?
1: How's my boy? <laughs> Daddy? Yeah? What are you cooking?
2: I am cooking lamb chops.
3: Oh, boy, I love lamb chops. I know you do. I got them just for you, honey. Thank you, Mommy. <laughs> oh, you know what? No. No, oh, why? Wow. Ruthie Adams is going to California to see Disneyland. Oh, how wonderful. Oh, well,
2: I should say so. She's
3: going with her mommy and her daddy.
2: She'll have
1: a wonderful time.
2: Normal.
1: Are they driving way out there? Uh Uh-huh. Can we go? Oh, now, Betsy. Why can't we drive out there, too?
3: Well,
2: now, darling, maybe we will sometime.
1: Can't we go this summer while I have vacation? Well, no, dear. Why? Well, dear, because we can't. Lots of reasons. Now, someday we will. Now, come in. I'll help you wash up. I made a surprise for you for dessert, too something you like. (laughs) I don't
3: care.
2: Why, Betsy.
3: I want to go on a vacation trip. Everybody else is. The Kendall's are going camping and Sandy Brown is going to visit his grandmother in Kansas
1: City. Well, that's fine, dear, but aren't we going on a vacation at all this summer?
2: Well, Betsy, darling, we're building a new house. We have to stay around and keep an eye on it.
1: And by September, we'll be in the new house. And there's a lake there remember what daddy said if you learn to swim better this summer he'll get you your own little rowboat i don't want a boat i want to go on the trip last summer you
3: said we were going to go on the trip this summer
2: well that's right darling but last summer we didn't well we hadn't decided to build a house we had to change our plans a little bit honey because of the house and and other reasons the
1: baby well yes betsy and my goodness, having a new baby around is going to be lots of fun for you. You wouldn't want to miss it. You mean we can't take a trip just because of the baby?
2: Well, that, darling, and, and, and the new house but and all. But
3: there's men out there building the house. You aren't.
2: Oh, well, honey, we have to keep an eye on things.
3: Can't Mommy keep an eye on it? Why? Well, you're not having the baby, Daddy. She is. Why can't Daddy and I go on a trip?
2: <laughs> what well, Betsy, we wouldn't want
1: to leave Mommy all alone. Why, I'd be so lonesome. You'd have the baby. Well, I can't talk to the baby, and the baby can't talk to me. Then what's so much fun about it? Well, and I, and I, how are the lamb chops, Daddy?
2: Oh, uh, well, no, for once, I think you were right. I didn't have enough
1: chocolate. Uh, <laughs> not even cooking.
2: Yeah, no, it's going to take a little longer, Emma.
1: Well, that, that's all right. Come on, Betsy. I'll help you wash up. Betsy? Come on, darling. No. Betsy?
3: Come, honey, Go to your mother now, honey.
1: Come to Mommy. No. What's the matter?
3: My friends are taking vacations, but me.
1: Well, darling, when the baby is older,
3: why then... Oh, baby, 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 that's all you talk about.
1: What, well, Betsy... Now he spoils my vacation and everything. Why? Well, we
2: wouldn't go anyhow, darling. We're building a house.
1: You're even building that for the baby. Why, no, it's for all of us, darling. This house is small. And
2: we certainly don't just talk about the baby, Betsy.
1: Yes, you do. Mommy
3: talks about the baby. You talk about the baby. Isn't anybody on my side anymore?
1: Oh, <laughs> Betsy. Betsy, come here to Mommy. Betsy, come back here. Please, darling.
2: All right, all right. Now stop worrying about it. Come on, let's eat.
1: Dear, listen.
2: Listen, if she wants to shut herself in her room and lock the door, just,
1: just just leave her
2: alone. Would you listen
1: to me, please? No, because
2: I know you just want a baby and pamper. her. Just stand outside a door and plead with her, and that's nonsense. When she's hungry, she'll come out. Well... Now, look, she's all right. I put the ladder up and looked in her room. She's just ripping up papers. She's got a temper, and I'm not going to indulge her, that's all. got God, she's going to pick up the papers she's ripped up, too. I'll tell you that. Dear,
1: if you won't listen to me, then at least look at what I found.
2: Ah, huh? why? What is it?
1: Her doll. Her favorite baby doll.
2: You. Well, when did you find it? Just
1: now, but she must have done it some time ago because it was in the broom closet behind my scrubbing pail. As I went past, the door wouldn't close, and I was, you know, kind of upset, and I reached in to see what was shoving things out, and here was the doll.
2: Oh, well, it's probably an accident. I mean, maybe some of the neighborhood kids did it.
1: Why would she hide it? Honey, she's more upset than we thought about the new baby.
2: Oh, well, I... This is her
1: baby doll, and she has ripped the head off.
2: Yeah. You... You say Anne's brother is a child psychologist? Yes. Well, you better call and find out when we can talk to him. Yes. Yeah.
1: Dear, I'm so upset. I didn't realize, you know, being an only child, and I always hoped we'd have six or eight children, Gina. I don't know.
2: Six or eight? At the moment, one and a half is more than I can handle.
3: (laughs)
0: Holiday coming with all kinds of outdoor eating and fun. Whatever your plans for the long weekend, you'll need triple waxed Cutright, the wax paper that keeps all picnic foods fresh longer. Penny for penny, the big 125 foot roll gives you almost four times more than the expensive wraps and gives you a full 25 feet more than most other wax papers. It's being featured in food stores now. So when shopping, be sure to look for the Cutright display and pick up a roll of Cutright. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Julie Lawrence and Francie Myers and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz. Inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door.